turn to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 2. Verses 6 and 7. Let's stand together for the reading of God's word. Colossians 2, 6 and 7, read in unison. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Now turn over to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Colossians 3, 12 through 15. Let's read it together once again in unison. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. And let's finish with a familiar verse from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 14 through 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14 through 18, it's on the screens for you. Let's read it again in unison. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, Support the weak, be patient towards all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Dear God, Thank you for your word and your ways, God. And thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to live inside of us and to be your helper. We pray now, God, that by his power, you would work in our hearts to be the thankful people that you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. So Doris, I'm not quite sure who stole whose sermon. Did, did I steal yours or did you steal mine? <laughs> God, God, I guess God's not uh, done with Thanksgiving, huh? I had about five other sermons on my list and I was sure I was going to preach something else when I got up this morning. Got to the office and just couldn't go there. I'm like, Lord, what in the world's going on? It's like, oh yeah, it's Thanksgiving this week. A little bit slow there, but we'll get there eventually. Bless God. The longer I walk with God, 
the more convinced I become that giving thanks is one of the keys to victorious Christian daily life. Thankfulness is a barometer of where we're at spiritually any day of the week. Isn't that true? Direct correlation there. Giving thanks is a form of prayer because you've got to give thanks to someone. And that someone is the giver of all things. That's why they want to make it turkey day. Because thanksgiving implies a someone to give thanks to. And there are those that would rather worship the creation rather than the creator who is forever blessed. Amen? Amen. Giving thanks is a form of prayer and prayer changes everything, especially us. We are told to pray without ceasing, to pray continually. Um, In fact, no, we'll go there later. Well, this is one form of prayer that we are to employ all day, every day. When we talk to ourselves, not a whole lot happens, although some would say a little bit happens when you talk to yourself. Some people would claim and teach that self-talk, as it's called, has a benefit because it keeps your mind off of the negative and onto whatever you want to talk to yourself about. How much more so does it change the universe and ourselves when we talk to God? God honors prayer and he wants us to talk to him and thanksgiving is a form of prayer. Thanksgiving is also faith. Because it acknowledges the sovereignty of God. It acknowledges that he is in control and he is the giver of life and all good things. Whether we give thanks for things that seem good at the time, or whether we give thanks for difficult things, for tragic things, for painful things, it is faith. Giving thanks is faith. Giving thanks is prayer. I said, first of all, giving thanks is faith. Because acknowledges that no matter how things look on the outside or feel at the time, God is good. And he's able to work. He's able to work all things together for good. And it also says in the first chapter of Colossians, I believe, that he's able to conform, or it may be Ephesians. He's able to conform all things to the purpose of his will. Even if it wasn't his will, he's able to conform all things to the purpose of his will. So giving thanks is faith. And giving thanks, uh, in addition to being prayer, in addition to being faith, giving thanks is just fair. Giving thanks is fair. God deserves to be thanked. Hey, if you did something for someone, you appreciate being thanked for it, don't you? I mean, if you don't, by God's grace, you'll get over it. But it sure is kind of right to give thanks for the things that need to be given thanks for. And that is our human duty to do that. It cost him more than we can ever imagine to give us the pleasures that we enjoy on planet Earth. It's only right to thank God all the time. 
So having just introduced the subject by saying a few things about the nature of giving thanks, I just want to give a really simple sermon on a few things that I personally like to thank God for um, over and above the obvious things in my life, my wife, my children, my family. Um, but first of all, I like to thank God for saving me. Amen. How about you? Do you realize that it is a total miracle of God that you were ever conv convicted of sin? That's a miracle. It's worth giving thanks for. That you were convinced of your immediate need of Jesus Christ. And that in that instant, you knew that that was the most pressing issue of your life. To get with God and to get right with God. And that you did not put it off, but you determined there and then that you were going to live for Jesus, that you were going to worship him, and you were going to be his friend and do his will. That is a miracle. And it's good enough to thank God for every day for the rest of your life until you see him. Hallelujah. I think that's very good. You know, sometimes you just get in a place where you're just like, you don't know what to thank God for. Thank God you're saved, man. Thank him that you're saved and that you're not lost and going to hell. Um, <clears throat> do you thank God for the people who showed you Christ? Amen. Who spoke the truth to you? Um, who, uh, who showed you the gospel, whether it was your parents, your friends, your co-workers, or total strangers. Thank God that you ever heard and saw the gospel. What a privilege and a sign that God has chosen you to be saved and walk with him. You got to hear the gospel. Thank him every day for it. Do you thank God for the mystery of salvation? That somehow while others have hardened their hearts and rejected Jesus Christ's offer of love, forgiveness, and friendship, that somehow... You didn't. Even after you heard the gospel, somehow, by an absolute mystery of God, you didn't reject it. Wonderful, wonderful. That's worth thanking God for, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So I really like to thank God for the fact that I'm saved. It never really gets old. And if all else fails, and it seems like everything's crumbling all around me, I know I can thank Jesus for saving me. And thank God, for by God's grace, that's never left me in 20 years, even if there have been other struggles and trials at times. And as a, as a corollary, yeah, follow on from that, um, <clears throat> you can thank God that you're not in hell. Thank God every single day that you didn't die in your sin before you got a chance to meet God and to have that great transaction take place, the forgiveness of sins, and your name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Th thank God that He protected you and spared your life uh, until you could be saved. And He's probably maybe spared your life since then too because He's not done with you on planet Earth. But thank God you didn't die in your sins. Yes, thank God that none of us are in hell right now. You know... <clears throat> when I, I don't know what kind of vehicle you have, but some of those vehicles, the, the trunk's kind of like here and you, and you walk in there and there's, there's some kind of possibility where you can actually just like smash your head off your trunk. Or I don't know if you've ever been walking through your dining room and that's pretty sore when that happens. You know when you get a really good dunt on the head? Right. That's pretty sore. 
poor Alex was sitting on the, the sofa the other day and, and, he, and he let himself go back to relax into the cushion and he didn't know that there wasn't, actually he was off the edge of the sofa where there was a back on it and his full weight went back at full speed, totally unbroken and his head went like that on the sharp corner of a window ledge and it did not have a rounded corner like that and either it's totally, it's a perfectly square corner. Did that hurt? Did that hurt Alex? Thank God you're not in hell. Thank God you're not in hell when you're in excruciating pain because in hell you'll be in excruciating pain on every part of your body much more agony than that or can even be comprehended forever. It's not like it's going to stop in five minutes or five days. It'll be forever. Thank God that you're not in hell right now. Thank God for it every day. Um, thank God that you have a heaven to look forward to where there will be no pain, no injustice, no sin and you will live in the presence of God who is so beautiful you'll not want to stop staring at him or praising him. Thank God that Jesus Christ bought and paid for that and f for you to be able to do that and that God wants you there. Wonderful. Thank God. So I like to thank God that I'm saved and that I'm not in hell. Also, another thing to thank God for, I like to thank God for his mercy and for his grace. Just kind of start with the basics that never get old. Um, you know, for not getting the, the, the negative consequences that you should have rightfully gotten for certain mistakes and failures and mess-ups that you've had in your life. Okay? I'm talking about after you were saved. Uh. Now, you know what? Well, I'm really thankful for all God's mercy. I really needed mercy, and then, you know, God gave me that mercy, and then I got saved. But ever since then, I've been, like, really diligent, and I've done my devotions every day without fail, and I don't need mercy anymore. I would venture to say there's, there's nobody in this room that falls into that category. I don't care how diligent you've been, how diligent you think you are. You've needed the mercy of God subsequent to salvation. There's consequences that could have been rightfully in your life right now that God in his mercy decided to forehold, hold back and forbear. Thank God for his mercy every single day. I don't know about you, but I need it. Thank God for his grace. Amen. Not only have you not get, gotten the things that you could have rightfully deserved to get, never mind hell, but even the things subsequent to being saved and the mess-ups that each and every one of us have had in some way, shape, or form, but for his grace to actually positively get the good that we shouldn't have got, not just not getting the bad that we should, that we should have got, but positively getting the good that we shouldn't have got. The gifts he's given you, the abilities... The favor you found with men, the grace of God to answer your prayers and to give you faith and tenacity to believe him and to see things happen for his honor and glory. Thank him for his mercy and grace. Also, I like to thank God <clears throat> for keeping me. The word of God says that he's able to keep you and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Thank God for, for, for keeping you all these years, whether you've followed him for 1, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, I, 
I've been blessed to not be able to make it through this Christian life on my own strength. I know that I stand here before you today only through the keeping power of Almighty God. I've had days when I've prayed, this has literally been my prayer, oh God, please don't let me backslide. Please don't let me backslide, God. Please let me love you. And by his, by his grace, he's answered that prayer. Um, thank him for keeping you. And uh, last two things. I really like to thank God for things that really bug me and that I didn't want to happen. I think this may have been covered a little bit in Dorses right there. To me, this is one of the most powerful prayers of thanksgiving um, that, that you can pray, is to thank God for the things that bug you. You know, God is working on each and every one of us. And uh, there, there must needs be things that bug us. <clears throat> thank God for them. Thank God for them. I have found that to be one of the most powerful forms of thanksgiving and prayers because every time I do it, I see instantaneous change. I see the power of God immediately. That's exciting. You want to see the wonder working of power of God immediately? Just thank Him for something that's, 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 uh, that's bugging you. It's so simple. It's so powerful. Uh, if you're not doing this, you're missing out. Thank Jesus for the things that bug you. And finally, thank God for people. For people, for all people. The Bible says that uh, the Holy Spirit speaking through Paul, I exhort therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and what? Giving of thanks be made for how many men? Just the ones you like? All men. Just the ones that have the same opinions as you? All men. Thank God for people. We live in a world of 7 billion people, and you're never going to escape people. So you may as well fill it with a world of wonderful people. And when you thank God for people, God opens up to us the wonder of how he has made people as individuals and the wonderful things that he has put within them, each and every individual on planet Earth. So I think it's a wonderful thing. Thank, um, this is the last item on my list here, to thank God uh, for people and in so doing to look at people the way God looks at people. Yeah. I call it God goals. Okay? And it's found in Hebrews chapter 11 when God rants and raves about a bunch of people that had some fairly glaring faults and mistakes in their life. And he rants and raves about them as if they never happened. But it's good to thank God for people. So conclusion is that um, I'm thankful for a time to be thankful, as Doris said. Um, I'm from Scotland and they don't really have Thanksgiving in Scotland. Um, they have a kind of harvest thanksgiving service it's just kind of a little token thing once a year but to have um and here in america of course uh, there's such a rich history and heritage in it um it's, it's a it's a blessing to have a time to be thankful and grateful 
And to have that thankfulness flowing out of the revelation, the inner revelation, that it all came from God and by his mercy and grace. Amen.